Hello, hello, hello. It's uh, Ali here, uh, aka the Law of Attraction Lover, and it's been a while. And I am going to title this episode an, an Ali Short, but it may not be as short as a short. And what do I mean by that? So I've had this um, niggling that it's been a long time since I've been able to record any kind of episode, short or long. And um, but I'm very excited at the moment, and uh, so much so that I'm I'm waking up in the early hours of what's going on, um, what's coming. But it hasn't been like that in recent months. I have to admit, um, one. I wasn't able to walk my talk. I allowed fear and overwhelm to uh, get the grips of me at the end of um, 2021, between Christmas and New Year and the beginning of 2022. And I just decided I'm going to wing it with this episode. I don't even remember what I recorded in my last episode. But if a little bit of a backstory, I originally um, started a podcast called The Law of Attraction Lover. And then I did it, uh, I launched it at a very busy time for me in my brick and mortar business. Uh, not the best idea looking back. And um, and it's sort of a couple of episodes and died a death. And then it started to niggle away at me again in the beginning of 2021 uh, that I should carry on with the podcast. Then uh, synchronicities came about. Uh, you may have heard this in an episode but Clubhouse was just a thing and um, I want, want I like to be an early adopter, nosy basically. Just wanted to know what's going on, what it was all about. And a good friend of mine, um, uh, Rebecca Adams, sent me an invite to Clubhouse or asked me if I was on Clubhouse and I said no and sent me an invite because back then you had I don't know the whole scenario, scenario. I think it's a bit more public now at the time recording this in March 2022. Um, but you had to be invited. So I got invited and I started listening to Clubhouse and I was just about to go to my brick and mortar business uh, early last year when I picked up my phone and accidentally opened a Clubhouse um, notification. So at first I was a bit, uh, so I got my got my stuff ready to go so it would mean unlocking my phone to come out of the room and then I heard something and I thought this is no accident I need to stay in here and listen and quite often I listen to stuff as I commute in and uh, and then I forget. And I came across, um, there was a speaker, um, John, um, gentleman called John Lee was speaking. And he was talking about if you are, I sort of know how um, uh, podcasts, um, so club, sorry, clubhouse rooms work now. But he was saying if you interested in anything to do with um, podcast, his friend Rob Moore was the master of podcasts. So I'm literally driving and I don't want to forget this I just feel this is coincidence no accidents this is synchronicity um so I'm singing John Lee Rob Moore John Lee Rob Moore in my car so that as soon as I got into my shop I wrote those names down and investigated and John had talked about his club called jl.club I'm not promoting these guys I'm just sort of a bit of a backstory and um funny enough I mentioned um Rebecca Adams, she has recently launched a podcast called Smashing Through, uh, which uh, makes me smile because um, uh, we, I'm honoured to be have a chapter in her book called A Smashing First Ever Book, 
um, collab book and waffling now. Sorry, because I'm winging it. But it was called um, Smashing Through, or it's called Smashing Through the Glass Ceiling. And I'm one. Of my chapter is one of the first chapters in there. And we had a conversation once um, called, uh, not called, we had a conversation and I had, she knew of my dreams and she was mentoring me and she said, um, and I said, is it, uh, am I just being too ambitious? Should I just put up with my, uh, and with my brick and mortar uh is this my glass ceiling um and should i just uh settle with what i've got and she said there is no glass ceiling so maybe subliminally that's how it became for smashing through the glass ceiling and she has um on her page at four o'clock on a monday and a tuesday and monday and a tuesday monday and a friday it used to be every day she goes live on facebook and calls it real and raw at four so this episode is a bit real and raw really um because yeah so it's been niggling me i've been waking up thinking i haven't done a podcast episode i didn't want to let it die a death um that's why i started the shorts and i'm looking at my week ahead and i'm thinking i cannot see a window to record a podcast episode um what i have done is been able to um do a few of late flu blog posts for the law of attraction lover so things i'll talk about are dropping the footnotes i intend to drop in the the footnotes of this episode but um i've also recently done a blog post about i have a, a vision um i love the book the cashflow quadrant by robert kiyosaki and in there when he talks about a business model um and what a business is um i found that i feel like the the network marketing MLM um, uh, model is excellent for this. Um, I Maybe I can, depending on your backstory, you may not have any backstory, you might not have heard, but that industry can have a negative connotation and I understand why. But people like the now late, bless him, my real big first mentor, even though he didn't know it and had such an impact on me and I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the now late um, Bob Proctor. Um, Since we probably last spoke, I have actually launched my book, uh, The Law of Attraction and Beyond with Hanuponopono. And the first um, uh, one in the series is about beating the bullies because one of my first memories was being bullied. But once I started to understand about the law of attraction and implement tools and things that were inspired by Bob, I started and I was actually being bullied in the workplace. Um, just every scenario sort of came, came across uh, a bully. But um, knowing the energy that I was putting out and knowing the law of attraction as I was growing to understand, I could see that I had to take responsibility that I was attracting this with my thoughts. But um, subconsciously, I actually worked on using law of attraction tools and got out of myself out of scenarios of being bullied and thankfully haven't been bullied um since so it was a bit of a side note so that book is on amazon at the moment uh as an ebook i'm looking to build it into a physical book but i just followed inspired action and that i had to get it out there and so i did and uh Yes, and I've lost my train of thought now. But yes, yeah, so I've been very, I launched that in February. And uh, why it's relevant with Robert Kiyosaki and the cash flow quadrant and uh, the business model. And there is a car pulling up beside me now that I've never seen before. Um, so that's taken me off my tangent as well. But uh, real and raw, real and raw. This is what I said I do. So um, yeah, the, the business model, the network marketing, I have a vision of how to do network marketing slightly differently without the spammy uh hit them up method as i call it so i put a blog post out about that and 
and I have, I'm trying to build, well, I am building a team, but in a different way. And I call it Freedom Empire Builders, my network marketing team. And I have an email sequence to help onboard them. And I'm trying to automate things to create freedom. And I have automated things, but I want to teach people how to do that as well. And how to be your own personal brand about something that you're passionate about. And then create your own products and services that people can come to. And if you so choose to do network marketing or sell the products, they're integral to it. But on the onboarding email sequence that I've created for the anybody that comes onto the team, I've also created an exclusive members area through ClickFunnels. It, I put in a video um, by Russell Brunson, the god, the guru for marketing. And it's about digging your ditches now. Um, because in the beginning, nobody's going to listen to you. Like probably not many people are going to be listening to this podcast. Um, but he said, if you were in the desert and you were, and I think it was Jim Rohn that said this, but if you were in the desert and you, uh, it was, there was no rain for months, you wouldn't dig your ditches the minute it started to rain. If you were thirsty, you dig your ditches first so that when the rain comes, that the ditches fill up with water. So it's like whatever you put out there, contact in content in your preferred manner, then it's, um, you just put it out there really and nobody's going to listen. So I was trying to find this video to put on social media onto the, so this is the Fab Over 40 show, but I've got a Facebook page which is in my name and I've also have a fabulous freedom over 40. You don't have to be over 40 to consume my content. It's just that my life changed over 40 and I had so many people come to my brick and mortar business saying that I was so lucky doing what I love and loving what I do, which is what I wrote on my goal card inspired by Bob Proctor. And, um, I would give them lots of advice of how to use social media and that to raise awareness. And um, they, um, I've lost my tangent again. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, I've actually started to see a lot of traction on my blog posts at the moment. And I wanted to put this on the fabulous Freedom Over 40. Um, yeah, so I lost, I got my train of thought, got it back. Lots of people came to me, lots of people I knew, lots of people I didn't. And they were over a certain age and they were talking about how and I would try and they'd say oh I'd love to do something like this and I'd give them hints and tips and ask them about what they were passionate about this was all completely accidental uh I can see you know hindsight going back where I am now and what I'm passionate about and what I'm doing but I was just doing this because I wanted people to wake up happy which is uh uh the address for my free morning routine because that's what changed my life having a morning routine and it's this negative talk of people thinking their life is over and all and wanting me to buy into their oh isn't it horrible when you get to our age and you've got aches and pains isn't it horrible sorry guys if there's any guys listening to this you know what it's like when you get in menopause i when i sort of fall find myself thinking in that route i change my fault i don't buy into that um but i just thought there's so many people doing their sales that and that subliminal subconscious talk um, can be at any age that we don't know that we're doing it, but we're programming our lives that we're not going to be lucky. We can't do things. It's not meant for us. Um, you know, we're busy, busy, busy. And so that's why I'm passionate about it. my life changed over 40. So anybody's life can change at any age. So that's why it's the fabulous freedom over 40, uh, Facebook page. And I was looking for this video to share that I have on my onboarding, um, sequence. And, uh, so, because I wasn't 
they actually able to go into uh, MailChimp that I used to get that video out or get that link. I just randomly searched in YouTube and this video came up, which I will be putting on the page in a minute. And it was similar and it was Russell Brunson, but he was talking about children becoming entrepreneurs and getting their parents on board. And he said, you need, funnily enough, you need a show. And when he said show, I wasn't sure if he meant YouTube, but he was talking about podcast. And yeah, so I invested in um, or looked up Rob Moore and invested in him to build a podcast. But it was, and I, I will not diss Rob, he's brought so much to me, but I actually got paralyzed with fear of launching my podcast because I was trying to be too perfect, too technical. And, uh, and then I decided I would wing it with the shorts. And then this, and I've been thinking, uh, it's going to die a death again. It's going to die a death. There's a massive uh, gap between when I last recorded a podcast episode and I can't see an opportunity coming up in the next week. And and I really feel that I need to do it. And then I was looking for this um, video this morning and this other alternative one came up. And he was actually, so Rob, since I've become aware of him, has actually said that you should call your um, podcast a show now because of on instead of a podcast because you could record it while uh, while you're recording it you could be filming yourself on YouTube you can use omnipresence multi-purpose it so that is why my podcast changed to the Fab Over 40 to the Fab Over 40 show thanks to Rob uh, but I'd never come across this video that I'd listened to Russell Brunson this morning and I don't even know when he uh, filmed it but he said, you have to have a show. And he was talking about a podcast. And he said he started his by literally recording um, a podcast as he was driving to the ClickFunnels office. And um, he said, you just talk about anything. Because in the beginning, it'll probably take 100 episodes before anybody's listening anyway. But it's that dig your ditches scenario. And it sort of the light bulb went on the inspired action. It was go and buy because I don't have it at the moment. Buy something that I can one of those little sucker things that you can put on your dashboard of your car and you can record um, as you're driving about. So that's why I'm recording this episode. Now I'm sat in my car outside just up from my brick and mortar shop, which I still got at the moment. And I intend to go into the shopping precinct that is close by and um, purchase one of these things that I can stick on my dashboard and just record because I did mention the cash flow quadrant and um, the book that I love and the four quadrants are E for employed, S for self-employed like my brick and mortar shop one man band, B for business and the way that Robert um, talks about it is it was written quite because I did research on this recently that it was written quite a long time ago when the business model was probably a lot different then and he said a business is something that has a like say a premises physical premises that has over 100 people in it and it's something that you can step away from but can still create an income for you and um, the I is for investment. So you could probably take some, you could have an employed job, but take some money and say, this day and age, invest it in cryptocurrency or something. And I always remember a scenario in that book, which is so ironic at the moment, but maybe made me make the decisions that I made, was that he said, gave a scenario, a gentleman that was a surgeon in a hospital and that he trained to be a surgeon. So he's an employee and um, that so he's got his salary. He takes some of that salary and he creates a private clinic 
um, a business and he gets someone to manage that for him. So he carries on still doing what he loves, being a surgeon, getting paid a salary. And then he has a business that somebody is running for him that's bringing in the income. And then he takes some of that income and invests it. So I had this vision of creating a different style of network marketing and being automated. And I'd gone to a couple of people that seemed to be um, using automation in their business. But when I shared my vision with them, they didn't get it. And they um, were telling me to go down a different route, which I was really shocked because it was not the route that I wanted to go down. And maybe I didn't, uh, I waffled like I am now or didn't articulate myself, but they really didn't get my vision. And um, so I came away a little bit disappointed and why I love Russell Brunson um, and a set of synchronicity uh, law of attraction happened and I accidentally again clicked on um, a YouTube uh, link while I was doing my morning routine watch, watching um, a YouTube personal development video and it was about a five day um, branding with a uh, challenge free with Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins and I thought there's no accident on this I knew what my vision was um, what I was building to nobody else did and um, I thought I'll do it while I'm painting ducks in my business love ducks and Russell Brunson featured heavily in this um, this challenge and I already was aware of Russell Brunson but I wasn't aware how amazing he is and I was buying into everything that um he was doing and I knew he did I heard he did a thing funny enough listening to his podcast uh, while I was driving about that uh he had a thing called one fallen away challenge I had no idea what one fallen away challenge was it was just by Russell and I wanted to take part in it so I picked the worst time ever to for me in my brick and mortar business creating bespoke orders for Christmas hand painting them all that um I was doing this challenge uh, for 30 days and I was listening to the modules on my iPad but I wasn't able to physically implement them but I had the light bulb moment of how I could use sales funnels for network marketing and network prog products unfortunately as I had well not unfortunately as I had that light bulb uh, there was a bonus training and I have shared this in different places, but um, the type of person I am, I don't like to miss out on anything. I like to invest in everything. So I watched this bonus training and it did say it was um, not necessary. You didn't have to, but that's me. I have to listen to everything. Frightened I'm going to miss out. So and then this training was about how to use sales funnels to do with network marketing, direct selling, MLM. And it said and I was like, wow, but it was and I'm not trying to sell network marketing to you, but I'm just sort of giving you a, a little preempt to my inspired action and what I'm, where I am at and what I've been doing and why there's a gap and what um, I'm just excited, really, because uh, I can see the synchronicities in it. But yes, I um, thought, wow. And the gentleman, Steve Larson, Stephen Larson, that was doing the training that worked for ClickFunnels previously, but he's um, rocking it on his own now. Um, but he still takes part and records videos for Russell, etc. But this was uh, OFA or One Funnel Away Challenge 1.0. There's a 2.0 now, but I've got access to both, which is amazing. And he said, before you join a company, check your due diligence, do your due diligence and make it sure it has this, this and this, this certain things. So I paused the video, got my journal out and um, put down a duck that I was painting. And I wrote these things down. And I was like, right, 
I know this company, I know that company, they don't have those things. And uh, feel free to contact me to find out what those things are if you're interested or you're in a company and you want to know um, what those, <laughs> if your company has those things, feel free to contact me. But yeah, so I, it was coming up to Christmas. It was really busy. I was really excited, but I decided that I'm going to research companies in the new year. I haven't got time now, but I wrote down this list and then a whole set of synchronicities happened and the opportunity found me before I even had a chance, really needed to um, look for it. And that is just, that's one bit of weird law of attraction in action, but the whole story, which I won't go into now, because like I said, I didn't know if it was going to be a short or a short, is that it... um, Oh, it's just miraculous what happened and how it came about. And I'm still with that company now. But um, so I, something else happened and uh, my shop got vandalised and there was a lot going on. And so I'd found my new company and I had a vision. I was going to build funnels um, for location freedom, but I still had the brick and mortar. Um, I was very positive about trying not to buy in. Funny enough, I'm going to do a post today. Um, depends when you listen to this but um, about um, I've made it a mission to, since Bob Proctor's passing recently to I'm listening to Think and Grow Rich on an audiobook when I'm driving around I'm plus list, actually reading the physical version again there's things that I keep saying I did when I started my podcast had a list of all podcast episodes that I was going to record and reading Think and Grow Rich again and listening to it I still have a bit uh, where I don't agree with um, Napoleon Hill, and I will record that episode and say why. But um, yes, um, so uh, <laughs> I've completely lost my tangent. Um, Read and raw, no notes, just winging it, as if nobody's listening, 100 episodes in, and I'm not 100 episodes in yet. Um, <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so I had this vision yeah, so I know where I'm going now. Um, I had this vision, if you're still listening, um, that things weren't great for a brick. I was trying to not buy into the... Yes, Napoleon Hill. So the quote by Franklin D. Roosevelt around the time of the Depression, that the only thing we had to fear was fear itself, but people didn't uh, listen and they bought into the fear. Like, they bought in a lot to do with the fear with COVID and now people are buying into the fear of... Um, the fuel prices, be it fuel as in gas and electricity or physical fuel, diesel and petrol, gasoline in our cars and what our outgoings are. And I knew I had this vision of creating um, location free business, but I had a brick and mortar business and the the footfall was gradually um, and the income was failing with people not coming in and being around and I was trying to build these other digital assets and it was taking longer than I expected in 2021 but subconsciously I was thinking in my mind I need to get this set up as another income uh, to supplement uh, the business or overtake the business but it was taking longer and I kept hitting brick walls and I got into a state of overwhelm and panic and when I actually launched, it took a lot later and it fell bang into that busy season again. And I got scared. I got scared and uh, and I knew that I was doing it. I knew I was falling down this fear spiral, but I just couldn't seem to get myself out of it. I was trying every tactic and tool, uh, mindset tool. And um, 
and I keep it to myself because that's the way I am. I'm stubborn, independent person and don't want to burden other people with my worries or my partner. I'll find a way out of it, usually solution focused. And uh, anyway, um, a conversation came up. My partner was picking up on the vibe. And yeah, the the scenario with the gentleman with the that was the surgeon must have clicked in the back of my mind. And early hours this morning, I'm not a religious person, but I did recall that um, the statement in the Bible about the faith the size of a mustard seed or something. I must have had, I was trying different tactics to get out of this fear base, but I, at the time I must have had a faith of a mustard seed that I will get out of it. And another um, synchronistic event happened as I was walking into a certain store that we have in the UK to get some materials. And I almost like, put on my brake something caught my eye went and reversed with my trolley and it was a little table saying that um they were recruiting and i just couldn't ignore this and um so i reversed back grabbed an application form put it in my bag and took it into my shop and i thought do you know what i'm just going to apply for some uh early morning roles jobs that um uh, bring in some income, take the financial pressure off while um, I decide where I trust that the universe is uh, going to lead me in the right direction. And that's why I just in, uh, applied for lots and lots of jobs that were uh, early in the morning because I do wake up my mind going. I am a morning person. I quite often get up at um, five o'clock in the morning because I've been awake before that and I think oh, I could do this, I could do that. And I get excited for the day about all these possibilities and what I can do. And uh, and then this one job came along. Uh, it was you know a job you could just go into, do the work, come home. And it was early in the morning. It was finished by lunchtime. You have every Saturday off and a, a day off in the week. And I was like, amazing. Just think of the possibilities I could do with the business that I'm building if I can um, get up early, finish about lunchtime every day during the week, um, currently go to my brick and mortar business on a Saturday or the day off. And um, that. so that's what I've done. Managed to secure the job that I wanted to do. I've been doing it for several weeks, so I've been doing the two. I get up at four o'clock in the morning, start at five o'clock, finish lunchtime, then go to the shop and everything. So I actually put more on my plate than less on my plate and less opportunity to record podcasts, etc. But um, yeah, so this week I have fulfilled a dream in a way that um, for, that I set in 2020. And that's partly why um, I set the seed about me and Napoleon Hill, where we don't agree, uh, is, is that sometimes we have these expectations and it is encouraged to decide a way that you want to achieve your riches, wealth, etc. and put a date on it. And I have found personally, right, I'm going to say it now, I might go deeper in a different way, is that whenever I've put that a date on something and a how it creates an expectation and the more you notice that it's not happening uh the more you create a negative vibe rather than a positive vibe and then when the date comes or that's what I was doing last year I was building this funnel seeing my funnels and what I my dream my vision I had um a very tunneled vision idea of how I was going to do things and I was cutting myself off to all other possibilities and maybe this was the way things had to go. And um, yeah, so I found myself a rather nice job now uh, with a rather nice salary. It's very easy to go and do it with some really nice people. 
and uh, but we've me and my partner were still flip flopping about the the brick and mortar business, what to do, keep it running, do I go online, and then a decider came because um, yeah, I'm putting this out there as well. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say whenever I made a goal, I have made a goal card, and my shop and um, my shop did manifest. I think, but I didn't put a timeline. There was no expectations uh, around it. But and when I have an expectation, and then I hit that deadline or a date or a way I'm going to do it, and it pat and it hasn't achieved, and I'm thinking about it, and it's not come, and it's not manifested, and it doesn't look like it's going to manifest because the deadline's there. And when the deadline passes, and I sort of let it go and change the energy, miraculous things happen. A bit like with the the network marketing opportunity, I had no expectation. I knew that I was going to look at something in the new year. So because I had no expectation, no deadline, it found me instead of me finding it. And I believe that can happen with anything. And at the end of last year, I studied Honoponopono um, and got a certification in it with also the now um, past Dr. Hugh Len. And I worked with Joe Fatali, who I also trained with to be an advanced law of attraction practitioner and part of his company with um, Steve G. Um, Jones to be an advanced life coach. And the Honoponopono rocked my world as well and sort of turned things upside down. So I've been in this massive transition the last few months. Uh, as I say it now, sort of the end of November to the middle of March 2022. That seems a short time um, span, but it feels massive and it feels like it's been a huge length of time. Um, so, th- um, yeah, we couldn't decide. It was... Uh, what to do with the business but I knew deep down I decided in 2020 with the vandals and everything I wanted everything online um, location free I have a vision for me and my partner for the future creating an income 24 7 using social media omnipresence around people's passion and then being their passions then being their brand for the, the enthusiasm passion that um, they ex, um, excel around it um, or ooze about it and uh but I felt a bit of a fraud as well because I hadn't manifested what I wanted in the timeline and it's interesting because um Tony Robbins who I just mentioned if you are a fan of Tony Robbins I, I listened to a lot of his stuff a few years ago when I was actually employed previously and he talks about the, the shoulda woulda couldas we all feel we should or would have done or could have done this and lots of the shouldas are what we think people about other people's opinions of us and I think that's what I was tied up in I have this vision about location freedom on social media omnipresence helping people with that and funny enough a scenario came up yesterday that I was just oozing all of this because um and there's no accidents this conversation came up and I'm helping I am helping someone with that now and um yeah the shoulda woulda couldas what I was setting up my vision and I felt I was a bit of a fraud but I thought taking an employed job that works around me actually means that now I can focus on what I wanted to focus I was focusing on 2021 without it being a financial burden I it doesn't matter if it takes I'm digging my ditches as I see it and it can take as long as it is but this way without the financial pressure with a job that creates the time to focus on it without any um, distractions working from home 
it can be a pure joy again. And I'm sure that it is going to manifest in a way that it may not have manifested if I was totally reliant on it as an income stream because of my failing brick and mortar business. So yes, going back to that, making a decision, I had received um, a letter last week about signing a contract for two years. This had come about before. And to be honest, we were all sticking our heads in the sand um, and ignoring it because of the way the world is at the moment. Yeah, and there's a bit of fear, you know, sending people are buying in the fear of and understandably about what's going on in the world at the moment in the Ukraine as I record this, you know, do we have a future at all? Um what's happening, fuel prices, etc., increases of everything, they're not necessarily gonna buy into uh my product or the other people's products and the businesses around me. And it just seems an uncertain time to sign a two-year contract. So no, I wasn't going to do that. That was that was the switch that flipped the switch. So this week, I'm and I'm really excited. <laughs> it's maybe crazy to say excited, but yeah, I've um, informed my landlord that I will not be signing the contract and I'm surrendering my lease. So it's already less than four weeks now that I'm going to be out of that business. And I will be getting up at four o'clock in the morning to go and do this job that is going to pay my bills. And then I can come home in the afternoons and have days off, actual days off. I haven't had a Saturday off now uh, for five years, (laughs) but I get Saturday off from this job. But I've been coming to my business and I'm waffling now. But I just want to tell you where I'm at and that sometimes... um, Yeah, if we have expectations and attachments to things of how they shoulda, woulda, coulda looked, or um, then we could be cutting ourselves off, or we are cutting ourselves off to infinite possibilities. And I'm still guilty of doing that. I'm still guilty of falling into a level two buy me, fix it mindset. And I will keep working with Honoponopono to change that and go back to zero and meditation to get into unlimited possibilities but there was this twitch about my podcast and when would I and here I am 33 minutes in recording an episode that I am now about to go to that (laughs) um, shopping precinct that I mentioned and find something that I can stick my phone to my um, dashboard and when I finish my job at lunchtime I will be recording Ali's daily shorts as I go back to do whatever I'm building but yes but please don't buy into the fear uh don't attack sometimes maybe take a step back do some meditation try get back to zero as it's called in um uh Dr Hugh Len called it yes he passed away as Bob Proctor did both featured in my book which I was writing and before it went public on the 14th of February they both unfortunately both passed away so my book is dedicated to them even though it's called beat the um the law of attraction and beyond with Honoponopono to beat the bullies the tactics and the tools in there can be applied to any walk in light of life they're tools that I've used for myself um I'm here real and raw telling you that I've been out of alignment I'm back in alignment now that even just pulling that trigger on the lease um is giving me just um like two blog posts now i'm podcasting it's just like finally um i'm working i can work towards um but i just feel that this is maybe everything is perfect even when it doesn't look perfect this i feel this was the way the landscape was meant to be it hadn't everything is correct and if you could take a look at your own landscape with there's a quote in the book that I wrote before Bob's passing that I'd come across while I was um, working and it said, if you could imagine that everything, 
everything that is happening to you is happening to you to take you towards your goals is happening in your favor and even though my recent months didn't look like that I feel now that I'm coming out the other side and yes they everything every second of it was happening in my favor um so yes um I will go and buy, leave it there I don't know what I'm going to call this episode yet <laughs> yeah but it wasn't short but it's Okay, it could be I'm just digging my ditches and no one's going to listen to it. But I've been trying to blog because I do enjoy doing my blog, Law of Attraction Lover. That's my Somerset accent coming out in it there. Real and raw again. Um, But, um, yeah, I've forgotten my tangent again. But I just want to sort of update where, yeah, I'm just digging my ditches, uh, recording it as I go. But I am starting to get every day, at least, I'm starting to flag them now that I'm getting a notification that somebody has followed my blog, liked my post, highlighted something. So I'm living proof that if you just start putting your content out there in the way that suits you, that you feel most comfortable with it. I'm actually listening to Gary Henderson's audiobook on the moment about um, creating the to do with and I can't remember the title and that's really bad of me sorry Gary <laughs> you probably never listened to this either but um, about using Clubhouse how Clubhouse is just an amazing way that you don't have to dress up like you do on the Zoom you're thinking how am I looking how's my hair looking uh, are people jumping on and um, so I'm li- I've I was funny enough I was on um, I'm coming on again I was on um, Rob Moore's uh, attending reoccurring income stream summit um, last weekend and John Lee was on there and even though like John Lee is a mentor and I've invested in um, his mentorship I'm still taking notes because I see the transition that John is seeing in the last just over a year since I've known him and how he's helping people that, that YouTube and and um, having a YouTube channel and clubhouse and things are the way forward but yes I am waffling again but I am starting to see traction on regularly uh writing my blog post and that's what i'm going to try and do with ali's daily shorts on the podcast but i'm hopefully sorry it's been long-winded that this may inspire you just to start digging your ditches maybe looking at the landscape and say this is all working out for me this is maybe um marie folio is one of my um she's my first invested mentorship basically b school and i remember that something i say to people when they came in uh or they love you know loving what i do and they seen it as an all or nothing thing that you could only work and not have a business or you had to give up your job to have a business and marie folio had three part-time jobs as she started building what she was building and i've also noticed a lot lately and i think the universe is showing me this that lots of people that we see now in the public eye are successful behind the scenes they were they struggled but they don't seem to tell you their struggles until after they're successful it's a bit like me feeling like a bit of a fraud that they don't want to say oh you know they tell you their struggle story later on but they don't they're trying to show a scenario they have a vision but that vision hasn't yet manifested and they don't tell people that they're struggling and it's really so I'm telling you that in recent months I have decided to take an employed job because I just see that's the way forward to take that pressure off financially while I work on. And so I haven't given up. That was another um, Bob Proctor thing. He said, if you do something small every day towards your dreams, you are a success. And I look back. So, yeah, every day in some kind of format, I have done something towards my dreams, even though on the tin, on the outside, it hasn't looked like it because it hasn't manifested. And that's the same for you. We've all got to dig our ditches. We have to start somewhere, even if it's starting a blog on WordPress.com. 
if it's starting a podcast on Anchor, which is free, uh, creating a MailChimp account so that you can have um, a free email list. My thing with Russell Brunson is that I am focusing on evergreen stuff. So this podcast is going to be an evergreen episode. I can put things into the show notes that someone could find, maybe finding this 12 months down the line, and my whole landscape is going to be different again. My blog post, I've been blogging for years now and I'm consistent and I'm getting people and it's interesting when I get these notifications and I was on a break funny enough yesterday I was like oh hello uh which episode when did I write that and so people are liking for some reason maybe to do with WordPress is the platform that I use that I'm getting a lot of traction and likes on podcasts um not podcasts blogs that I wrote several weeks ago so that's what I'm focusing on is evergreen content and I like blogging, I like writing, but I feel that there's a huge advantage in podcasts. But again, um, I'm sitting in my car outside my shop. You can do it everywhere. Like Russell started his by clipping his phone to his um, dashboard and just talking as he was driving. And look, and if you're not aware who Russell Brunson is and what he's created, I highly recommend checking him out. Same with Rob Moore and John Lee. But um, yeah, this has been going on for 40 minutes now. And I need to go and get that thing, that doofer, to stick on my podcast, um, to stick on my dashboard, ready to start doing my podcast as I um, leave uh, my job at lunchtimes all next week. And uh, because, yeah, I won't go into that. No need to go into that. But hopefully maybe this will make you look at your landscape, tell yourself that everything is working out for you.